It is Sunday, May 10th, 2015. This is U62 the Targ. Let's do it! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, my thoughts on Avengers Age of Ultron, my frustration with Canada's streaming video services, and the latest on the DC TV universe. It's episode 8.08, Make Mine Superhero. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I'm kind of mad at myself right now. Last week's podcast, I was telling you that I finally dumped my Show Me account because, you know, I just wasn't watching it. And if only they got something like a nice user-friendly Apple TV app, I probably would have watched it more. Well, I'm very, very mad at the world right now. Wednesday night, I came home. I fired up my Apple TV to watch a little Netflix. And what? had downloaded by magic a show me app literally one week after i canceled my account because they didn't have an apple tv app they launched their apple tv app so right now i'm wondering do i want to go back to shaw hat in hand and be like i'm sorry i made a mistake please reactivate my show me account because you got this lovely user-friendly app now Or do I just cut my losses and say, well, I gave her a shot and move on with life. I tell you, I'm really, really tempted to reactivate my ShowMe account just so I can use the app. Not only did ShowMe launch their app, but Canada's other brand new streaming TV service, Crave TV, they launched their app as well. And one thing I'm really liking about the ShowMe app and the Crave TV app is I can finally get in there and get a good look at all of their titles. Right now, I really wouldn't mind signing up for Crave TV because, as you know, I'm a Trekkie. Star Trek is still my first and most passionate fandom, and Crave TV has all the Star Trek. You know, show me they only have the original series and just the original standard def, not the high def remasters. Netflix, they only have Next Generation, but Crave TV has all the Star Trek. I was browsing the titles. How, how much Star Trek do they have? They even have the animated series. Yes, there was a Star Trek Saturday morning cartoon in the mid-70s, only ran for two seasons, 22 episodes, and it is there on Crave TV. The one bit of Star Trek I'd really like to sign up for, and probably what I'd only watch on Crave TV, is Season 2 of Enterprise. Season 2 of Enterprise is the only Star Trek I've never seen because that was the season that was on when I was in Japan. So I wouldn't mind seeing Season 2 of Enterprise just to see if it really was that bad. But again, that's the problem with like Crave TV, right? With these new streaming video services they're offering in Canada, it's only exclusive to specific internet companies. You can only sign up for Crave TV if you get your internet from Bell or TELUS, and you can only get Show Me if you get your internet from Shaw or Rogers. That's why I was on Show Me, right? I get my internet from Shaw. 
Now, I know the public stance is that Show Me is going to open it up to the public as soon as they're out of beta testing, but I had a friend who worked for Shaw, and she was like, no, 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 Show Me is always going to be exclusive to uh, Shaw and Roger, so I will trust my friend on the inside. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, do I really want to watch Show Me? It's one of those things, right? I was always in a vicious cycle. Whenever I was thinking about canceling my Show Me account, I would start browsing the titles and going like, ooh, I want to watch that. Ooh, I want to watch that. Show Me has Battlestar Galactica. I was told that the Battlestar Galactica reboot was pretty darn awesome, and I never watched it. Show Me has it. As I mentioned last week, uh, I've never seen the Mad Max movies, so I wouldn't mind seeing those, and they're all on Show Me. So... Something tells me I'll be making a call to Shaw and reactivating my Show Me account. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ. Check one, two, check, check one, two. Looks like we're working. I haven't done this in a while. Dug out my old digital voice recorder and I am coming to you live from inside my car as I am driving home from Edmonton. It is Sunday, May 3rd. I went into the city to see the Avengers Age of Ultron. My weekends are starting to fill up with, you know, work stuff and I figured today might be my best opportunity to see it. Normally I don't like going into the city on Sundays because Sunday seems to be when all the crazies come out, you know. About five years ago or so, I went into the city on a Sunday, and there I was at Best Buy buying some DVDs, and some guy, he was drunk or high or something. He saw the discount bin of DVDs, and he just started completely losing his shit. He was all like, oh my god, these DVDs are so cheap! They're cheaper than whores in Thailand! And just, ugh. So that's why I'm not big on heading into the city on Sunday, but... I knew this might be my best chance to see Avengers Age of Ultron. Marvel's Phase 2 coming to an end. Well, not really. They say it really ends with Ant-Man coming out later this summer. But Avengers Age of Ultron, I'd say it was pretty good. I mean, I had a few problems with it. I had about the same problems that I had with the first Avengers movie. It starts really strong, introducing all the characters, love meeting all the characters, but then the middle kind of drags a bit as, you know, they start going through their personal struggles and their demons and stuff. But then, you know, at the end when they finally get their act together and they go save the world, it finishes strong. So, yeah. That was my problem with the first movie. Kind of the same thing going on with the second movie. And yeah, I understand some of the complaints online. This Avengers Age of Ultron really is super stuff. There's so many characters. They start introducing new demons for these characters to start setting up Phase 3. Then they start throwing in so many new characters. You know, we got Quicksilver, we got Scarlet Witch, we got their origin stories, we got Vision, we get his origin story. Ultron, he's got his origin story. So many new characters, it's it's tough to keep track of everything that's going on. I remember they made a big deal about War Machine being in this one, but again, he's in it for so little, but, you know, it was nice to see him there. I wish Falcon had a little more to do as well, you know, just at the climax there when a bunch of heroes come out of the woodwork to help save the day. It would have been nice if he were one of those heroes, but, meh, whatever. 
But yeah, let's see. James Spader as Ultron. He was pretty good. Finally, a villain who could trade quips with Tony Stark just as good as Tony Stark's James Spader. He is just a fantastic guy, and his Ultron was just dripping with evil. It was nice that we got a little more into Black Widow. It was nice that we got a little more into Hawkeye. My God, we got a lot of Hawkeye this time out. I know there were complaints about the first movie, how Hawkeye was just kind of turned into a mind-controlled henchman for most of it. But yeah, this time out, we get to meet, well, I better not get into that because it gets into spoiler territory. But Hawkeye's got a good character arc. It's nice learning a lot more about him. And yeah, as I said, there's a bunch of stuff in the middle that starts setting up the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that kind of bogged things down a little bit. A lot of setup, not much payoff, but all in all, it was a very good film. As I said, it ended strong, so that strong ending is what I got in my mind as I'm driving home to Westlock on this sunny Sunday afternoon. It is a lovely afternoon. Uh, too bad I'm feeling kind of queasy, though, you know. Whenever I hit the city, I try to go to one of the fast food places that, you know, isn't local to me because, you know, I figure I might treat myself. And I think I just had one too many tacos at Taco Bell. So hopefully I can make it home in one piece and, you know, I'm not throwing up all over the steering wheel. But the takeaway from this is I give Avengers Age of Ultron three out of four nibs a very solid superhero outing. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the TAR. So... Let's take a minute to talk about Captain America Civil War. The next chapter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe comes out in about one year, May of 2016. They have just started filming and it officially has a bigger cast of heroes than Avengers Age of Ultron. Of course, we have Chris Evans back as Captain America, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, Scarlett Johansson is back as the Black Widow, Sebastian Stan is back as the Winter Soldier, Anthony Mackie is back as the Falcon, Paul Bettany is back as Vision, Jeremy Renner is back as Hawkeye, Don Cheadle is back as War Machine, Elizabeth Olsen is back as Wanda, it was recently announced Paul Rudd will be returning as Ant-Man, new to the universe, Chadwick Boseman will be making his introduction as Black Panther, Daniel Bruhl will be in as Baron Helmut Zero, Frank Grillo is back from the last film, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier as Crossbones, finally making a return to the Marvel Universe, William Hurt from The Incredible Hulk will finally be returning as General Thunderbolt Ross. I know lots of people are wondering if Incredible Hulk would ever be continued. Yes, it is. Martin Freeman has been signed on in an unknown role, plus the brand new Spider-Man will also be making an appearance. What the what? That is an awful lot of heroes. I'm afraid Captain America is going to wind up being an extra in his own film. But see, that's the thing. With the Civil War plotline in the comic books, you know, with heroes having to register their identities with the... Uh, with the government. I'm wondering how much of this is just going to be gratuitous cameos, you know, heroes stepping forward saying, yes, I'm for it, or no, I'm against it, and then after they have their cameo, they move on. I'm wondering exactly how big all of these roles are. You know, it's just, I really dig the Captain America films. The first Avenger, Winter Soldier, they were great solo adventures for Captain America. I don't want Captain America to turn out like Bilbo in The Hobbit. I don't want him to become an extra in his own movie. Ah, oh, but man, with a cast that stuffed, 
I just hope it's good. My same hope for every movie. I hope it's good. You're listening to Mark Chavez. Go do disgusting things to that boy. On U62. The Targ. Let's switch gears from Marvel now. Let's go over to DC. While DC's films, well, are still trying to prove themselves, DC's television universe is really awesome. Flash is about to wrap up its first season, which has been fantastic. Arrow's about to wrap up its third season, which has also been amazing. And then we've officially got the green light for the third series, that's just going to take place in the same continuity. A whole bunch of heroes that have been introduced on Arrow and Flash are going to be teaming up to form their own super team. The show has officially been given the title DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Well, there have been worse super team names. Uh, let's see. Brandon Routh. You might remember him as Superman on the big screen. Uh, this past season on Arrow, he's shown up as the Atom. So he's going to be reprising his role as the Atom. Katie Lotz, who is the original Black Canary on Arrow, uh, she's going to be returning as Black Canary. Really interesting, seeing as how they killed her off on Arrow. So since this new plot looks to include time travel, I'm guessing some wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff will be bringing her back. From The Flash, Dominic Purcell and Wentworth Miller are back. They're The Flash arch enemies, Captain Cold and Heat Wave. So the fact that they're going to be heroes, that's kind of cool to get like an anti-hero vibe. Uh, Victor Garber, you might remember him from Alias back in the day. He plays half of Firestorm, Martin Stein. They didn't get the other half of Firestorm, so lots of people are speculating that Franz Drama, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, he's playing a new character named Jay Jackson. Some are speculating He's going to be the new second half of uh, Firestorm. Uh, let's see, another up-and-coming actress, Ciara Renee. She has joined the cast. She's going to be Hawk Girl. And leading this team, Arthur Darville, who you might remember as Rory on Doctor Who. He's going to play the time-traveling hero, Rip Hunter, and he's going to be leading this ragtag team. It is kind of weird because, you know, this is not a typical superhero team in the comics. It's like they said, okay, you've been on these other shows. You're really popular. Let's just throw you together and see what happens. But seeing as to how Arrow turned out so good, and Flash. Season 1 of The Flash has been so good, you guys. I cannot tell you how much I have loved The Flash. And it's the, only the first season, so I'm kind of afraid that it's peaked and it's going to be all crap after this. But, uh, fingers crossed for next season. And that's not all. Another DC TV show coming to TV next fall. Supergirl! Supergirl is getting her own TV show. It's still kind of up in the air as whether this is going to be able to take place in the Arrow Flash universe. Because, while on the one hand, it is by the entire same creative team... It's going to be on a different TV network. So here's hoping the uh, same creative team for all shows can make this shared universe happen. This is your interstellar disc jockey. Mark Kappas, U62. The Targ. And here we are now, time to do the song of the show. I've been talking about superheroes so much, I think it's hardly any surprise what I'm going to pick. Yep, it's the main theme from Avengers Age of Ultron.
Danny Elfman bringing us new Avengers end credits theme from Avengers Age of Ultron here on U62 The Targ. I really want to know what behind the scenes shenanigans went into Avengers Age of Ultron score. Brian Tyler, who has become like the Marvel guy, he did the music for Thor The Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Iron Man 3. He's credited with half the music for Avengers Age of Ultron, and Danny Elfman is credited with the other half. What kind of crazy stuff went on there where they're like, Brian Tyler, you don't have what it takes, we're bringing in Danny Elfman to finish up. Or maybe it didn't happen like that. I don't know. That's why I want to find out. But still, I just think that's a really cool theme and how they reinterpret Alan Silvestri's uh, Avengers theme from the first movie in there. It's just, uh, it's such a beautiful theme. I had to buy that on iTunes as soon as I got home because it is good. Avengers Age of Ultron, well, as I said in my rambling on the drive home, it's good, but it kind of drags in the middle there. But other than that, I had a grand old time at the movies. Ah, we had a song, I brought you all the latest news that's catching my eye. You know what? I'm about rambled out, so I'm going to bring this to an end. I'm Mark Kappas, this has been the Targ, I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. It's a good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.